hello hello everyone and welcome back to let's go on an adventure this has been such a fun journey guys we're on episode eight so we've been doing this now for about two months and that's exciting for me um this is one of the biggest creative jumps i have done in a long time and i have my fiance to thank for that for being super supportive and saying hey you want to do this let's do this and getting me the equipment to do so in these eight weeks basically we have talked about some awesome authors some great book series um, and I was excited to see that the most downloaded and listened to podcast was actually about the inheritance cycle uh, the Aragon series so I'm thanks guys that's that's really awesome if you're new to that series I'm glad you you liked it and you know I'm hoping it got you wanting to read the series and if you're old-time fans of it you know what? That was one of my favorite series, too. Uh, I heard recently that uh, Disney is actually going to make it into a TV series. So on Disney Plus, which, hey, you know what? That could do way better than the movie did. And especially with everything else that they've been doing that seemed to have done so much better. Uh, the Star Wars series as opposed to the movies, such as the, uh, oh my gosh, the Obi-Wan series and the Mandalorian uh, Mandalorian did so well. Obi-Wan series are expecting to do really well, so it'll be cool to see Aragon doing on that. We've also talked about Sarah J. Maas and her awesome series, which I finally got the Assassin's Blade for the Throne of Glass series, so I'm going to start reading that one as soon as I can. Um, finally got it. They've been out at Barnes & Noble for so long. Um, and now they have the Sarah J. Maas table that's set up with her all of her series, like her most popular ones. So the Court of Thorns and Roses, the Throne of Glass series, her newest series, Crescent City, um, which I have that one too. So we'll talk about that one as soon as I can get through it. It's pretty long. I'm, I need to get book two. So today actually is going to be one of my favorite authors and favorite book series. Um, the author is Jennifer L. Armentrout. I hope I said her last name correctly. I've been told I have, but you know, names are different. I know my name is different too, so I get it. I, I truly do. Now this series is the Blood and Ash series. Now warning already, this is a spicier series. This is very much, it's not focused on romance. It's not, it, it's very much focused on the story, but there are some scenes that, uh, will definitely uh, raise your blood temperature, your, you know, your temperature. It's, it's pretty, pretty intense on a few of them. Uh, the rating for this definitely is tagged at 17 plus. Um, I'm slight prude. I would definitely say more 18 plus. It's a NA book. So it's, or NA series, new adult. Um, definitely meant for the adult side of, uh, of things. Um, Right now, it's an ongoing series, so there's only four books right now, and the fourth book literally just released Tuesday the 24th, and yes, I got it. I, the, I was told at Barnes & Noble that uh, Amazon would get it first, and that they would not get it until September, and then I walked in, because I always walk into Barnes & Noble, because I work in the mall, and I just, I have to. It's, I'm an, I'm addicted to books. It's a problem sometimes, <laughs> but I walked in and I looked at the table and got so excited that they had it and I bought it that day. So I haven't read it yet. I'm 
the reason why because there are two more books that are supposed to be coming out uh, there's going to be six books in the full series and they aren't even titled yet <laughs> so i don't know when they're going to be released and it drives me nuts because i am that person uh from how she released them it could be in the fall that it's released it could be by next year that it's released i don't know but it drives me nuts so but the from blood and ash series is really good um i absolutely enjoy it uh they're about 600 pages per book uh 600 plus i should say and spoiler it is one of the best written new age vampire book that i have ever read now i know that's a huge spoiler that is a huge spoiler but i'm going to tell you this you do not get that vibe when you start the book like most times books you think you know when it comes to vampires you hear you know Anne rice or twilight i know i had to bring that one up i'm sorry um but you know those types of things where right off the bat you know for start that you know there's vampires slayer and there's demons and vampires and it's right off the bat you know vampires demons you know 100 percent. but the way she did these books to start was fantastic because you don't know you you don't and it's a very fictitious world um of course obviously <laughs> it's not like how with buffy the vampire slayer it's in today's world and there's you know vampire slayers that kind of thing it's very much a fictitious world very much 100 percent um Casadonia, atlantia those kind of places completely separate it is a fantastic read uh i will say that there is some abuse in the book uh so for those of us or those of you who are triggered easily and to say when i say that i don't mean that in any way shape or form is an insult um as a survivor it's hard for me sometimes to read those types of scenes um so i'm giving you forewarning so that way you know going into the book that there are those types of scenes and to be prepared for them uh because because there is the concept that she has was straight up fantastic because like i said when you read into it start reading it you don't get the vibe of vampires you get like a slight hint when they bring up certain things like the craven again spoiler i apologize um it has that aspect to it but at the same time not so much so you kind of like uh, are they are they not what is it um so the whole concept is pretty fantastic because you again you don't know from the get-go again there are a few spicy scenes um to be fair though it's not like all the book is it's not a romance novel it is a fantasy novel so you're not going to have romance throughout the whole book like you know nora roberts or uh what is it uh i don't remember her name something katie um she does like the neon gods and everything like that where that's that's the basis of the book is romance um it's more of here and there but when she writes the romance scenes they're pretty intimate uh i will say within the first couple of chapters there's an intimate scene uh but it's kind of a tease <laughs> if, if for for you girls who also read romance novels you know what i mean when it's kind of a tease where it doesn't delve right into it it gives you that sense and that like ooh, is this gonna go somewhere is, is this gonna happen and then nothing and you're like 
I don't know if I'm disappointed or happy that nothing happened. <laughs> Which, you know, makes it even more fun, right? I mean, that sense of, ooh, ooh, ah, yay? No yay? I don't know. Her second book, though, um, A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire, um, is has, has more of those scenes. I'm going to tell you right now, these up to the fourth book, which is A War of Two Queens, because I haven't read it yet, so I don't know if it leaves the same way the other three do. They leave all on absolutely wonderful cliffhangers to where you have to get the next book. So if you are going to start this series, either be smarter than me and wait until the whole series is out so you can get the whole thing, or make sure you have the next book ready to read. Because I will be honest, once I started reading from Blood and Ash, I was done within 24 hours and irritated because I didn't have book two. And the same thing once I got book two. I devoured this series. And which is why I want to read the fourth book. But at the same time, I'm just, uh, okay. Because I know I won't be able to get book five. Um, A Kingdom of Flesh and Fire. That, that one has a lot more uh, romance scenes. There's no abuse in that one. Uh, the abuse is fully in the first one. And it's because of the situation she's in as her livelihood and she sees it as essentially kind of normal which is kind of sad um that's that's her essential home life uh her real parents aren't there she's essentially adopted but for a specific reason i don't want to say anything more because then i'll kind of give away the story and i don't want to do that i'll do discussion on these later how about that instead <laughs> um but in book two it's more of the journey outside of that um to follow up literally from book one. It straight up starts from the end of book one going in. So, which is cool. So you're not like expecting any surprises or a change in how things are going to go. Um, which is one of those things that I do hate sometimes with people who do cliffhangers. When they start the next book, they do like a chapter of more detailed of, you know, what's going on and then go into it. No, she's straight to the point. Love it. That's the one that there is going to be a lot more uh, intimacy. There's also a lot more battles in book two. Things get more intense. In book three, which is uh, Crown of Gilded Bones, the intensity is so much bigger. So much bigger. Um, if I remember right, which I should, because I literally finished this book back in March. Um, it... There was a few scenes of intimacy, but not nearly as much as in book two. She saves a lot of it for book two. And there's there's a reason for it. There's a reason for it. There's more angst in book two. Book three is more of planning and preparation for something that's about to happen. And she delivers. That's for sure. Absolutely delivers. Um, and it, it makes me excited to read book four. Um, I'll tell you this. I got books two through four in hardcover um my first book was actually a gift and it was in paperback the fourth book is a completely different type of hardcover than the other ones um she actually has some uh gold like embellishing in the hardcover for design there's also like a character picture on the inside for the main character and you sit there and go this is perfect and it makes you excited and it's fantastic and uh i just you know what i might just start reading book four today just say, you know, screw it and just start reading it because I need to. Now, if you do start reading this series and like me, you get all the way to book four and book five is still not out yet. There is another series you can read that actually links to this. And it's the Flesh and Fire series. 
It is a prequel series to the Blood and Ash series. And this one, it, it delves more, not in the, the gods, but the beginning of everything that leads to book one, if that makes sense. How certain things happened and everything and why things are the way they are in book one and such like that. Now, again, with this series, she only has one book released so far, but the second book is supposed to release this fall. The first book is called The Shadow and the Ember, and I do have that one. I have not read it yet. Again, I'm behind on my reading. Don't judge me. My to-be-read list is longer than my read list. Um, and book two is called The Light and the Flame. It comes out at the fall of this year, which, again, excitement. Now, this series, she also plans on having six books as well, so the whole series together prequel with the blood and ash series because they are the same story but beginning to you know where we are now um it's going to be 12 books long i'm excited for that so so excited for that um it takes a while sometimes for me to devour a book series and this one oh man i i can't get enough of it so um I'm excited. I'm really excited. This is a lot of books for a series, you know, for a full prequel and series, and that's exciting. Um, but it's n it's nothing new for Miss Armantrout. Um, as it is, apparently, she has over 97 books written according to Goodreads. That's a lot! <laughs> I couldn't tell you all the books that they were. I was going to try and, you know, have it all listed out, but that's so many so many uh i do know that she has what was it the fury and something series it has i don't remember what it has to do with i remember seeing it burns and noble um because i almost bought it but it wasn't the book that i wanted <laughs> um so she does have a lot of written works and most of them are more of the na rating uh fantasy romance that kind of stuff um I have someone, a friend of mine, and actually boss, <laughs> uh, who said that her writing is very similar to uh, Kim Harrison, or that he likes her like he likes Kim Harrison, and Kim Harrison has a bunch of books as well, a bunch of long series. So, I don't know. I wonder if they, you know, take notes on each other. Eh. I have some Kim Harrison books. I haven't started reading them because I grabbed the wrong books in the series, so I have to go find books one. I do that too much. And there's book sales... It's problematic. But yes, Jennifer L. Armentrout is an amazing writer. Um, to have that many written books, and she's only been writing since like 2011 from what I could tell, uh, from what I read. But she also has an alias name too. Uh, she goes by Jay Lynn. Um, I couldn't find books under that name, at least not online, but it doesn't mean that they aren't out there. Uh, that may just simply be a screen name that she uses. But... It is not unknown for authors to use another name outside of either their name or they'll use acronyms for their name and such for other types of series that they're wanting to write. Because their main name, like for instance, Jennifer L. Armentrout, is used for a specific genre. Other people sometimes will use a, a subname or a surname or whatever uh, for a different genre if they want to be known for something else because sometimes as readers it's hard to look at one name and be like oh they write fantasy and be like oh they have a sci-fi book too uh, I don't know I want to stick with the fantasy because that's what I know she's good at 
So by having a completely different name or like in something like that, it's like having a new book by a new writer and you'd be like, oh, that's cool. Let's give this a shot. And then now, you know, by that writer's name, even though they're the same person, it's very sneaky and I'm all for it. I'm absolutely all for it. I think it's great. So from Blood and Ash, again, definitely set, rated 17 and up. I would suggest 18 depending on what, who's reading it. Um, again, parents, I'm not going to tell you how to parent, um, but there has been issues recently uh, when it comes to books of kids reading things that are above their age group or not quite for them. Know what your kids are reading. Uh, that way you know what they're getting into. The most recent thing is there's been a couple of Virginia Republicans that are trying to actually ban a couple of books from Barnes and Noble because their age rating is for like 10th grade and up, but some kids are reading it and feeling like, you know, they're disturbed by what's in it or the parents are disturbed at what's in it. We don't need to ban books. Just pay attention to what your kids are reading. Simple as that. Um, if you feel like these are too much for your kids, don't let them read it. You can find reviews uh, online through Amazon. Amazon, honestly, is the greatest way to get reviews because so many people post on it. And you will find for things like uh, A Court of Mist and Fury is one of the ones that they want to ban for the Court of Thorns and Roses series because of some intimacy scenes that are in there. They feel are too old for grade 10 and up, which is about 15, 16. I disagree, but you know, that's me. I didn't think they were that detailed. But they want to ban it because, you know, they feel like 15-year-olds shouldn't be reading it. That's fine. If you don't want 15-year-olds read it, pay attention to what your kids are reading. Look at the reviews for them. There are reviews on Amazon that say that, you know, they felt like it was kind of older than for 15-year-olds um, and should honestly be more for, you know, 16, 17, that kind of thing. So do your research. Look beforehand. And kids, if you're on here, if you're between the ages of 16 and 18 or even 15 and whatever, pay attention to the books that you're reading. Look at reviews first so that way you don't get into something that is way different than what you were expecting. If you notice that these reviews are saying that, you know, there's sex scenes or there's this or there's that and you're not into that kind of stuff, don't read it. Simple as that. Don't read it. Otherwise, you are putting yourself in fire of, you know, possible disturbing scenes. Pay attention to what you're reading. Simple as that. We don't need to ban books. We need to pay attention. Well, that's going to be it for today, guys. I hope this has made you want to read the From Blood and Ash series. I have probably talked so many pe people's ears off when it comes to this series. I am so in love with it. Um... This is definitely one of those books that if they still did midnight releases, I would be there for each release. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, that'll be it for today. I hope to see you guys next week and thank you for tuning in. And I hope this helps you to go on your next adventure. Have a good one, guys.